Welcome to this week's episode of Mr. Schindler's Neighborhood Podcast. This episode, you'll get a review of this past week in math. Look ahead to next week, a student interview with Bryn Zander, a nice message about focusing on the little things, uh, best thing that I saw this week, and then the Vikings vent. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, this past week in math, uh, we started off this week by reviewing uh, composite figures, you know, which are those figures that are just made up of multiple shapes, you know, finding the areas of those. Uh, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, we spent time on uh, the coordinate plane, which is, you know, your X and Y axis, your quadrant one, quadrant two, quadrant three, quadrant four. You know, we talked about how to graph, you know, your ordered pairs, uh, how to graph these shapes, how to find the area and perimeter of, uh, of those on the coordinate plane. Uh, Thursday, we did a little assignment in class, a quiz that I ended up getting rid of and uh, just going through it with him. And that was stemming from my little thing, my message this week about focus on the little things. If you do the little things right, it makes the big things easy. Um, and then today, Friday, we uh, finished up by uh, hitting home the area of trapezoids because that I think has been the most difficult for us just because that formula is just that extra step. So focus on that today. So next week on Monday, we're going to start by reviewing uh, probably playing Jeopardy. We're going to have a little uh, Unit 4 test on Tuesday. Wednesday next week, we're going to start Unit 5, which is ratios. So that'll be fun stuff. I have a lot of activities with the ratios. Uh, Thursday, we're going to look at ratio tables. So the, the relationship you know, between these ratios on tables and filling in the gaps and what's missing. And we'll spend two days of that next week, uh, Thursday and Friday. So that'll lead us into the, you know, the following week. But that's this week in review uh, and next week too. And just remember, um, we're wrapping up our chocolate sales. So a lot of kids have turned in their money already. I think it's by next Tuesday or Wednesday that they need to have the money in. So they could take this weekend to uh, collect all of that. Um, other than that, um, that's it. And then I guess one thing I do want to share with you too is that last day was we're planning to have our Christmas party, which is, what, the 23rd, and we will do a gift exchange, but we, we normally do a gift card exchange, and I will be sending out some information on that shortly. Uh, we just say get a $5 gift card wherever, and, you know, for a boy, if you're a boy, you know, and then a girl if you're a girl, and then we just do a gift exchange that way. So something to think about that we're planning on uh, having our Christmas party that Thursday, the 23rd. <laughs> Mr. Schindler with uh, Bryn Zander this week for my student guest. Bryn, I know I told you this, but just ask you questions. Um, you answer. Pretty simple. Then we'll pick some football games. I know you're really excited about. Okay, so we were, you were just discussing with me the whole pancake thing. But let's, let's, let's talk about a question similar to that. And I ask everybody this. So would you consider cereal soup? You do? Why? What is your reasoning for thinking that well, a bowl of cereal is soup? Because however you make like soup with the chicken is like the cereal and then the milk is like the water. Interesting. Fair enough. All right. I won't uh, disagree with you on that. And, uh, could be right. Is a hot dog, and this is ironic <laughs> because we're having hot dogs for lunch today. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Why? Because if you have like a sandwich and you have one piece of bread, you can fold it over and it's like a sandwich. 
Okay, so you would consider it a sandwich, a hot dog mm -hmm. a sandwich. So you obviously didn't like your hot dog nope. sandwich today. But well, it's like fake meat. It's like fake meat. But Emma Schilling did like her hot dog sandwich, so that's good. That's good. All right, makes sense. Okay, Bryn, you walk into a room. You could control the sound and a song could play every time you open a door. Any room you go to, like you enter my room, Mrs. Nelson's room, anywhere. Your house, you open a door. Every time you open this door, a song blasts. What song would that be? I don't know. I mean, I like country. So what country song? Any one of Kane Brown's. Kane Brown, he's got a good voice. Kane Brown has a good voice. I will give you that. Okay. Uh, do you have a favorite quote? <laughs> one of Steph Curry's. What is it? Success is not an accident. Success is actually a choice. A choice. Interesting. Um, Steph Curry. Wow. That'll be a later topic. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> that's funny. What, uh, what, is, what is your favorite thing about sixth grade so far? Uh, probably that we don't have to be, well, just be with your class at recess. Yeah. And that we're back here. You're back here. So, yeah, that recess thing, that's that's good you, it's it's normal right you get to and this is what it used to be like so that's good okay so you like steph curry yep you like the warriors mm -hmm. uh why do you like the warriors well i don't know they're just a good team and i watched them during the 2019 playoffs and i've just been a fan ever since then since then so in question who's the goat is it lebron or jordan 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 <laughs> that's not even that's i could go in depth on this okay so right now who's the best player in the world right now right now yeah curry curry ah oh, yeah i'm not even gonna argue you are just you're on that warriors bandwagon well, because they're the best they're not the best they're no. the first in the they're what they're the first in the league right no now. they're not they're actually well, if the playoffs started today they would be the second seed in the West. Reason being, because of the Suns. The Suns just beat them, so the Suns own the tiebreaker. So just saying, just saying. But the Suns are good too. The Suns are good. Yep. I hope I hope LeBron figures it out. I really do. Um, but do you like college basketball? Yeah, I don't watch it that much though. Do you have a Only favorite? March Madness. March Madness, which obviously makes sense. That's when a lot of people just start watching. Do you have a favorite team? Baylor or Gonzaga. Of course. Why wouldn't you pick? Well, I like Jalen Suggs. The two teams that were in the national championship game last year. Okay, what are your thoughts on Duke? They're good. They're good? That's all you got? Not my favorite. Why? I don't know. I don't like Zion. <clears throat> I love Zion. But anyways, okay, interesting. So you like Gonzaga and Baylor. Ironically, that's the two teams that played. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. So you're telling me come March you'll be willing to fill out a bracket. Fair enough. Fair enough. So how much basketball do you watch during the week? Because it seems like you come here every single day and you're like, oh, I watched well, that last night. I watched this last I night. I was it, like... Well, I have ESPN, so I know all the scores. Yeah. Um, do you have Game Pass, too, NBA? No. no. We had it for a little bit for free, but now we don't. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So let's pick some football games since I know you're an elite football mind. Okay. So it is championship Saturday this Saturday. It is all the conference championship games. So I have eight conference championship games. A lot of these are big implications for the college football playoff, which I know you probably 
don't follow it all. Nope. Um, but it's a big deal. It's exciting times because obviously right around Christmas is bowl season. So um, and get into that national championship game. And it could be a different year because a lot of teams that are normally in it, the Clemsons of the world, the Ohio States, the Bamas might not be. So it could be good for college football to have some parity. So uh, first one, Oregon versus Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. Who do you think is going to win, the Ducks or the Utes? Uh, who was it? Alabama? Oregon Ducks oh. versus Utah. Oregon. Oregon. Utah just whooped Oregon a few weeks ago. Um, but I do think Oregon bounces back here. I think Oregon wins the game. I'm with you. Okay, how about this one? Baylor versus Oklahoma State. Baylor. This is tough because if Oklahoma State wins, they might knock Cincy out of the playoffs. And I want Cincinnati to be in the playoffs. Uh, man, Oklahoma State just beat Oklahoma. But I think Baylor, I, I like what Dave Aranda's doing, their coach. So I'm with you on that. Okay, this one, Utah State versus SDSU, which is South Dakota, or not South Dakota, San Diego State University. San Diego. Yeah, they're really good this year. They only have one loss. I'm with you. I got to quit agreeing with you on this. <laughs> okay, Appalachian State versus Louisiana Raging Cajuns. First one. Appalachian State. You know, I want to pick them, but I want to be different than you. Louisiana just lost their coach. He's going to be the head coach of Florida now. So, you know, I don't know how they perform, if they're distracted or what, or maybe they're extra motivated. So I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with Louisiana. I love the name Raging Cajuns, right? Good one. Good one, I know. Okay, next one. Georgia versus Alabama. Number one, Georgia versus number three, Alabama. Georgia's undefeated, hasn't lost, got the number one defense in the nation. Georgia. I'm going with you, too. Go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. Let's go. Okay, Houston versus Cincinnati Bearcats. Houston Cougars versus the Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati. Yeah, I want – this is a dream season for Cincinnati. A team out of a, the non-Power 5 conferences never made it to the playoffs, the four-team playoff. They can become the first, so I really want that to happen. Okay, Big Ten, Michigan versus Iowa. Who you got? I'm going to disagree with you on that. I'm going to take uh, Michigan. I think Michigan's on a roll. I think Iowa is vastly overrated. I don't think they're very good. I could be wrong, you know, but I just think Michigan's going to bully them. So last one, Pitt versus Wake. So Pittsburgh Panthers versus the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Pittsburgh. Pitt. Bren, I'm going to disagree with you and take Wake Forest. They run a funky offense, score a lot of points. Uh, it's been a dream season for them with Clemson not being there, so... I'm going to take Wake. So we agree on five and disagree on three, which is good. So either – and my record this year is – it's uh, basically hot garbage right now. It's, I'm 31 and 39. I'm eight games below 500. So uh, last thing before you go, would you bet all the money you have right now that the Warriors are going to win the NBA championship this year? Probably. Probably. But Not a true I fan. No, yes, I would. Because I know they're going to make it to the playoffs. Would you like to make a bet now? I'll take the field, you take the Warriors. So I get every team besides them. Yeah? Uh, sure. No? All right, I'll think about it. My message this week is this. If you do the little things right, it makes the big things easy. And, you know, really, we want to make everything easier. You know, everything we do, we want to make it easier on ourselves. And what this stems from is math this week. We, you know, we've been practicing and practicing the formula for finding the area of trapezoids. 
which involves, you know, adding your bases, times in it by your height, and then halving it. Well, you know, we practiced it. We got to a quiz the other day, and most of the kids in sixth grade, right, what happened? Well, they added the bases, they times it by the height, but they forgot to half. And they forgot that little part at the end, right, to half it, which ends up, you know, being a big deal because it, you end up getting the problem wrong. So, you know, I, that was my message, message to them was just you got to focus on the little things. I know it's a fine detail. It's a little thing, but you can't miss that step because when you find you guys get really good at those little things, the big things just become a lot easier. So like I said, do the little things right. And if you do the little things right, it makes those big things very easy. Best thing this week was the first initials major of the year. So we play a game every Friday, the initials game, and I normally do 10 items with two extra just in case. This week I decided to do, we're going to do 20 items. We'll call it our initials major. And like I said I've, before, I've stole this from the Power Trip Morning Show. So we had our first initials major. Very exciting. Um, you know, my class came down. We had a couple guys with four wins apiece. And the winner ended up getting five items out of the 20. And then to Mrs. Nelson's class, we let Mrs. Krause play, and she ended up winning right at the end too. So excitement. Um, it got a lot of people involved. Um, and it's just a fun thing we do. But it was just a, you know, it's a little more competitive this week because I've called it a major. And, you know, you talk about, um, like in golf and in tennis, like you want to win those majors, right? Like you think about the golfers that win the little tournaments in between. You don't really talk about them. You talk about the guys who won the British Open, who just won the Masters, right? So it's awesome and it's important win those majors so that was the best thing this week good way to end the week and uh lead us into next week so that was our first major of the year all right this week's edition vikings vent go jake welcome to vikings vent down in los angeles i thought the vikings played good this week um justin jefferson they locked up justin jefferson so it was pretty good that adam Thielen finally got some targets i thought Dalvin cook needs to stop getting injured Thought Kirk Cousins played well, but he played really bad in the second half. Thought Mike Zimmer has gone has been better coaching since the Cowboys game. Thought our defense played okay. Um. Otherwise, Greg Joseph needs missed a extra point. I thought Mike Zimmer had some bad coaching calls, but otherwise he did good. And that's all I have to say. I'm passing it down to Tate in Minneapolis. Oh, sorry. It took a few seconds for my connection to load on. Oh, I thought I thought we played good. We we won that game. It's just we would have won that game. The refs were absolutely horrible. They they didn't call PI on KJ Osborne, and Adam Thielen caught that pass that he dropped. I'm I'm surprised they didn't call fake holding on the kickoff return touchdown. Um, Canadian Ongu should have deserved special teams player of the week, but he didn't get it. A punter for the Atlanta Falcons he got it instead. That was kind of stupid. Um. I thought Kirk Cousins played horrible in the second half. The first half he played good, but the second half he started off with an interception that got us down. And Delvin, Delvin Cook, um, I think the Vikings need to fire whoever our health coach is. Um, Mike Zimmer coached fine. Uh, yeah, that's all. Hey, who did we even play last week? Basically, the Niners and the Ruffs. Niners and the Ruffs. Sebo Samuel. Okay. I don't have the stats in front of me, but how many yards did we rush for? Probably like 69 or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. Jared Allen, nice. Um, 
But with that being said, I think I told you guys this before. Like when we, whenever we play elite <coughs> defensive lines, we can't run the ball. We didn't have any of our starting defensive linemen in that game. No, either. their defensive line against oh. our <laughs> offensive line. Think about when we played the 49ers a few few years ago in the playoffs after we upset the Saints. Couldn't run the ball. The refs weren't bad in that game. Look, Bosa dominated. Who else do they have? Uh, Armstead. Arm. Well, that was a couple years ago, but Buckner's in. Uh, Colts. Out. Colts now, but. Eric Armstead, I'm sure you heard his name a lot. And then the other guy, uh, Justin Houston. I can't remember the guy's name, but once again, elite defensive line. We struggle to run the and ball. And if Greg Joseph makes that extra point, we yeah. probably don't go over to the next time. They're just yeah. with that, we're only down by five. We we would get a field goal there, but it probably ties the game because we kick the field goal instead of going for the touchdown there. We're just making a three-point game, and we tie the game with a field goal. If Greg Joseph doesn't miss the extra yeah. point. Yeah, I think there is a domino effect of the miss extra point and decisions that happen after that. But so. other than that, I'm going to send it down to Isaac, Hanson, and Foxborough. I have the same problem as Tate. My internet wasn't working super good when he sent it off to me, but I think the Vikings played well. They um, they scored a lot of points, which is good. Uh, we allowed too many points to the 49ers team, who shouldn't be as good as they are. They just have the ability to run the ball against any defense. It doesn't matter what it is, since they have so many versatile weapons. Like Debo Samuel, for instance, he he got more rushing yards than receiving yards that game as a wide receiver. And Helped my fantasy team, so. Why I don't care about that. Playing the Vikings. He, our Kirk, well, not our Kirk Cousins. I don't want him to be our Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins played decent. He didn't. He threw that interception, which wasn't that nice for his stats. Mm-hmm. And on that last play of the first half, where he chucked it out of bounds, Tate likes to say that he's doing that for his stats, but I just think he didn't know what to do. I think he did it for his stats. I think he didn't know what to do. Um, you know, you talked about the running game. I think what you're seeing, look at the 49ers' offensive line and defensive line. What you say, they're the best in the NFL. Elite. And we still and, got two sacks. And we still got two sacks. But what I'm saying is, that's the Vikings' problem. They don't have elite offensive line, and when they face teams that want to ground and pound, like you said, 49ers can run on anybody because their offensive line is great. That's what we need. We want to run on it, most people, because eventually we're going to run into teams like the 49ers with the elite defensive lines. you got to match that. It's all in the trenches. But that's you guys want to add before we go? Uh, now I'm going to send it off to Jacob Strand and Wait, I have one more thing. That's what the best thing about Mike Zimmer is. He... We play a good offensive line like that, and we're missing a whole defensive line, and we still get two sacks. Yeah, but we also gave up how many yards rushing? That doesn't matter. Yes, it now does. Now I'm going to send it back to Isaac to send it to Jake. Isaac, go. Send it, I'm going to send it to Jake in LA. Thanks for watching Vikings Vent this week.